This is the TTPA, Tani Talks Pirke Avos, the Shia, where we talk a Mishnah of Pirke Avos per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say. We are looking at chapter 3, paragraph 17, Perik Gimel, Mishnah Yud Zayim. Here on season 6 of the TTPA with the Mishnah elucidated in its wonderful translation and wonderful commentary. Belezer ben Isaria Omer, im ein Torah, ein derech Eretz, im ein derech Eretz, ein Torah. Im ein Chachma, ein Yira, im ein Yira, ein Chachma, ein Bina, im ein Das, im ein Das, ein Bina, im ein Kemach, ein Torah, im ein Torah, ein Kemach. Hu haya Omer, kol she Chachma, sa Merubah mi Ma'asav, lama hu dame le'ilan she'anafav Merubin, b'sharashav mu'atin, Beruach ba'av el kartav ha'fachto al panav shenemar v'hayab ker arar v'aravav lo yira ki yat v'otov v'shachan charei rim ba'midbar aretz aretz melecha v'lo seishev avol kol shema asav merubin mechachmaso lama hodome le'ilan she'anaf of mu'atin v'sharash of merubin shafil kol aruchot she'ba'olam ba'os v'noshvos bo'ein mezizinos amimikoma shenemar v'hayak itshasul al mayim v'yal yuval yishalach sharashav V'lo yira ki yevo chom. V'haya aleho ra'ananu v'shnas patzor z'lo yidag v'lo ya mishma asos peri. A long mishnah, but a great mishnah, a couple of sayings to go through, and then we'll look at the notes also. Rabbi Elizabeth Azari says, if there's no Torah, there's no proper behavior. If there's no proper behavior, there's no Torah. Someone who has not studied Torah, the notes point out, will not know how to behave in the right way toward other people. Because the Torah teaches the proper way to treat others. For example, one may not say anything negative about another person, and one must be give others the benefit of the doubt. On the other hand, if someone who lacks learns Torah lacks basic decency, for example, he does not talk nicely or he is dishonest in business. People will say, people will think about him. They'll mistakenly think that he has learned his improper behavior from the Torah. He will thus have committed the sin of Chilol Hashem, desecrating the name of God. For this sin, he is punished by losing his knowledge of Torah so that people will not blame his behavior on the Torah he has learned, as Toso Siyanta points out. So if there's no Torah, there's no proper behavior. There's no proper behavior. There's no Torah. You know, Derech Eretz Kadmala Torah. There's 26 generations before we received the Torah. You think that they didn't learn? You think that they didn't have basic decency in Derech Eretz, Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, and all of those? No, it's important to have proper Derech Eretz even before we learn the Torah. And Derech Eretz and Midos and mannerisms, please and thank you. Talking to people nicely when we call customer service, or we deal with any person, a crossing guard, security guard, or a kid's school, the barista, the garbage man, the mail person, any person, proper behavior is utmost importance. If there is no wisdom, there is no fear of sin. But if there's no fear of sin, there's no wisdom. If a person fears sin, the notes point out, but does not have wisdom of Torah, his fear of sin is not useful in practice because he does not know which deeds are considered sins and which are not. On the other hand, if a person has wisdom of Torah but does not fear sin, he will eventually stop learning Torah because he will see the Torah as an obstacle that denies him the freedom to do what he wants, as Maganava points out. If there's no intelligence, there's no understanding. If there's no understanding, there's no un- intelligence. Intelligence, bina, refers to the ability to logically infer one fact from another, the notes point out. While das, understanding, means no- knowing the reason for something. If there's no understanding, there's no intelligence. For if a person does not know the reason for a particular fact, he cannot infer anything from it. The other side of the coin is that if there's no intelligence, there's no understanding, which means that if someone cannot infer anything from a particular point, this is a sign that he does not fully understand the reasoning for it. Maganavis points out in the second explanation in the notes. So if there is no fear of sin, there's no wisdom. But if there's no intelligence, there's no understanding. If there's no understanding, there's no intelligence. 
as we said, if there's no flour, there's no Torah, but if there's no Torah, there's no flour. If someone does not have food, for example, the notes point out, he cannot learn Torah. On the other hand, if a person neglects the study of Torah, he does not deserve to have food. Because the purpose of food and other basic needs is to give a person the ability to learn Torah, as Ralph points out. Do you eat to live or live to eat? Hopefully you eat to live. You don't live, you don't look. You don't live just to eat. Hopefully you realize in, in your own way how to go about things so that it doesn't affect you in such a way that eating helps prepare you to do mitzvahs, chesed, and Torah learning. As was stated in Mishnah 9, anyone whose actions are more than his wisdom, his wisdom will last, but anyone whose wisdom is more than his actions, his wisdom will not last. Rabbi Elizabeth Azari provides a metaphor for the teaching. As Tosos Yonta points out, he used to say, anyone whose wisdom is more than his actions, in which case his wisdom will not last, to what may he be compared? To a tree that has many branches but few roots, and when the wind comes, it uproots the tree and turns it upside down. As stated in Yermiah, he will be like a lone tree on the plain which will not see when good comes, and the tree dwells in dryness in the wilderness. A salty land where nothing lives. But anyone whose actions are more than his wisdom, which case his wisdom will last, to what may he be compared to a tree that has few branches but many roots, such as that even if all the winds in the world come and blow at it, they do not budge from its place. As the notes point out, just as a tree has many branches but few roots will not remain standing, so too a person with great wisdom but few deeds will not hold on to his wisdom, Achsarichi points out. The verse refers back to the verse that came before it in Yermiyahu, curses the man who turns away from God. The prophet likens him to a lone tree that grows in poor land. Such a tree does not have strong roots and will therefore be knocked down by the wind, as Muganavas points out. Just as a tree with many roots and few branches does not move no matter how hard the wind blows, so too a person with more deeds than wisdom will never lose his wisdom, Achsarichi points out. When we think about the second part, someone who has actions that are more than his wisdom, in which case his wisdom will last. What is that talking about? <coughs> Excuse me. To a tree that has few branches but many roots, that even all the winds in the world would come and blow in it, they do not budge from its place. As stated in your meal, he'll be like a tree planted near water whose roots spread out along brooks, which does not see when hot weather comes and whose leaves are forever fresh. It will not worry in a year of drought. It will not stop producing fruit. The previous verse in Yirmiyahu pointed out, Blessed is the man who trusts in God. He is compared to a tree whose roots spread out along brooks. This tree has roots that are strong enough to prevent it from being moved by all the winds in the world, Tosas Yonta points out. This passage, Yirmiyahu, does not actually speak of a person whose deeds exceed his wisdom or vice versa. However, it teaches the general idea that man can be compared to a tree. A good man is like a tree that is healthy and strong, while a bad man is like a tree that is ailing and weak. The analogy to a tree can be used in our context as well. A man whose deeds exceed his wisdom is like a strong tree, which has more tree roots than branches. And a man whose wisdom exceeds his deeds is like a weak tree, which has more branches than roots, Potosis Yonta points out. Rashi is a different version of the Mishnah's text in which these verses do not appear. It seems that this was the version used by Rambam and Rav as well, as Tosos Yonta points out. So we're talking about the idea... Having the proper amount of flour and Torah, you can't learn without work, you can't work without learning to make sure you're rooted in the right way. You have to have proper understanding, proper wisdom, proper actions, make sure your actions exceed and make sure you have the proper amount of learning and the proper amount of Torah and chesed and mitzvot in your life. Join us next time as we do one more mission before we take a short hiatus for the winter break. God willing, for a couple of weeks, we'll take hiatus and God willing, come back. Join us next time as we talk about Kenan, the idea of birds' offerings and different things that are essential laws here on the TTPA. And I'm your host, Tani.